may take place there. Something called decibels. Things with which we must check. <laughs> and after that happens, then we dance it on forward. We sold my shit up. Knuckles all fat and shit. Side though, it's all good. Whipped his ass so bad, his stepmom's gonna feel me for the next three birthdays out this motherfucker. Look what his homeboy did to the side of your head. What you talking about, kid? This shit, he ain't fading nothing over here, though. One ass whooping, man. They still want. How you figure that, man? Look around you, man. They own this shit. They on this couch you sitting on, them shoes you got on your feet, this building, this school, this country, you. We're behind enemy lines, dog. You talking about, kid? One beat down and never compared to 439 years of captivity. Never. I don't know shit. Freshman. brought to you by the fuck that Father Teresa does not give. We do our best to engage with these topics in a manner that is sensitive and considerate to you, our listeners, and your lived experiences. However, we understand that some of these subjects can pack a punch, so we strongly support whatever you need to do to take care of yourself as an audience member, whether that be Pouring yourself a glass of wine before pressing play, listening to our show with a warm, furry animal in your lap, or even turning off today's show and doing whatever brings you peace and joy and intellectual detox before tuning in next week. We welcome all feedback and comments related to our show, including requests for future topics you would like to hear us cover, or suggestions for ways we can improve our handling of emotionally and psychologically heavy material. You are listening to Father Teresa's Wine Cellar. They're on this couch you sitting on. This show. Them shoes you got on your feet. It's brought to you. This building. By the fuck. This school. This country. You. That Father Teresa does not give. Oh. 
www.brightwinecellarmedia.com. I am William J. Jackson, dark-skinned Nigglesworth. In this feather mucker, there's uh, DC Love Stephen Rivers over there up in the joint. Uh, Phoenix Kalita is uh, doing swap stuff. I swear to fuck, I need to damn hold auditions or something or hire a, a new co-host. Phoenix Kalita is be has a job. Uh, something I had on my mind that I'm gonna have on my mind because I really like that film, uh, Promising Young Woman. I'm probably gonna watch it a bunch of times. And I'm gonna reference it a bunch of times. And also, um, I do spoilers handily, <laughs> all right? And so, um, I don't even remember the character's name. I've only viewed the film the, um, the one time, uh, for us to do the review. So I haven't really memorized all the characters' names, but I know that the guy playing one of the characters was a Bo Burnham. Um, who was apparently like a comedian and whatnot, and uh, has maybe been been involved in other films. Like apparently they were already a known name, and that's something I kept seeing in comments sections wherever like someone posted about the film or the trailer was posted, and folks were like, "Holy shit, is that fucking Bo Burnham?" Or people will say like, "Is that um, uh, Le- Le- Levitz? Le- Lovitz? Is that is that Lovitz?" from um, some older film where they were like some teenagers getting into mischief on the last day of school, something like that. My brain wants to say Breaking Bad is totally not that. It's not a film I'm very familiar with, but I I will be um, heavily into this uh, promising young woman. And that Bo Burnham character in that film, when she... um, she receives the uh, the video recording of her friend being um, being raped at that uh, party shindig uh, whatnot, and uh, Bo Burnham's character she finds out that he actually walked in, witnessed it, and was just like, "Whoa, that's crazy! What are you guys doing?" And like just laughed about it along with everyone else. And I think that's something that's gonna come of this film. It's the kind of thing you don't know is coming of it because it's yet another instance of super loud silence. Um, like how many of these um, these Bo Burnham guys out here in real life that were, you know, at these parties on these scenes and have walked in on these things, these acts of rape and whatnot, and, uh, and they just move forward. Right? Don't give a damn. Didn't try to stop it. Didn't even tell anyone, hey, that's fucked up. No, nothing. Just haha, yeah. And which, in that, makes you a part of it. But you're not gonna get, like, the reality of these guys, because there's gonna be the loud silence of no one saying, oh shit, I'm Bo Burnham. Right? Nobody, none of these guys that were on these scenes and witnessed these things and stood by quietly while this happened, or basically said, ha, that's crazy, laughed, which is essentially cheering it on, you're not going to see a whole lot of these guys saying, I was Bo Burnham. Who wants to? Who wants to admit that they were a part of that? So yeah, that's uh, something I uh, I, th- I think about with that film, is just the massive amount of Bo Burnham's walking around going, whoa, that's crazy. Oh, and don't film me. Don't get me on the camera. Hmm. Father muckers. All right. So, 
definitely um, Joe Biden with this uh, Defense Production Act, which I had to read about, um, do a printout on. I didn't have time to grab my highlighter and get the most important sentences highlighted for myself. And I also wanted to uh, take a quick look at a couple of other things right before getting there. Uh, coming off of the mirror.co.uk, uh, some badass motherfucking kids. Jesus Christ, these kids are terrible out here in the UK is where I believe this whole business is coming from. And they replaced sanitizer with super glue and then offered people out shopping free squirts. All right. And, and, and you know, you know, it's the UK. It's it's the mirror. So, you know, it's the mirror. It's dot co dot UK. But they've got that language in there, right? Like in the subheading. Ooh. Excuse me. In the subheading, they have a uh, one eager lad approached a shopper asking her if she uh, would like a free pump outside of a, a free pump. <laughs> a free pump outside a Morrison supermarket in Bradford in uh, West Yorkshire and she nearly fell into his sticky trap before one of his pals let out a laugh. Ah, his bloody pals. Inadvertent tattletelling boy. Um, they referred to them here as cheeky youths who have apparently been offering free squirts of hand sanitizer to people outside of Morrison supermarket with bottles filled with super glue. The naughty pranksters <laughs> nearly caught one woman in their sticky trap when they um when she twigged something she twigged something was not right. That's what they're going with. All right, she twigged it. I call her a twigger with a hard R. I don't care. Uh, fucking approaching the um approaching the shopper at the Morrisons in Bradford. Uh, one lad asked if she would like a free pump. Grinning from ear to ear, the lad was eagerly waiting for Kathy Smith to put her hands out. And um, but the lad approached, showing the bottle. And Kathy tells us um he was eagerly waiting for me to hold my hand out with a massive smile. They all started to laugh. I asked what's in the bottle. He said sanitizer while laughing. I heard one of the lads laughing. He said it's fucking super glue. <laughs> they all walked off laughing, and I said I'll pass, thanks. So yeah, the um the, the young blokes out there are um taking the piss, as it were. I'm pretty sure that's what they call it. Um <clears throat> and um over here at the Biden administration, um, there's a health pick of whom, to my understanding, is a uh, transgender woman uh, by the name of Rachel Levine. Uh, that's what I draw from seeing the letters L-E-V-I-N-E. I think uh, that is Levine. And uh, what I found interesting, again, I wish I had time to get my darn highlighter out. But uh, from this article, we're seeing that um, a graduate from of the of Harvard and Tulane Medical School, Levine is president of the Association of State and Territorial Health Officials. She has written in the past on the opioid crisis, medical marijuana's, adolescent medicine, eating disorders, and LGBTQ medicine. Ooh. Excuse me. So, of course, obviously, I'm interested in that medical marijuana's part. 
Well, you should get past the medical shit and give the people the goddamn reefer. How many times must I iterate just how nonsensical it is? Like, you can't, I'm a fucking adult. You can't look me in the face and pretend you're making some serious argument against reefer when I can literally just walk in the store and buy all the fucking whiskey I want. There's like, there's no whiskey limit. No one is at the counter like, five bottles, I think not. No, I can get it all and slam it down until I die on the spot. And the last thing I do before I die on the spot, I can just grab a whole pack of cigarettes, as many as I can fit right between my fucking slappers my flapper slap, whatever, and fucking light them all and take huge drags. You could do so much of what, but a re reefer, that's so goddamn terrible. But I can do all that other shit. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Hell, I can fucking take these aspirin and fucking take them all until whatever the fuck bad might happen. I don't know what happens when you have too much aspirin. <laughs> It probably not good. Uh, take a look. Archive chat space. There's um, Lara Loco up in the joint as well. Steven Loco saying preach. And yes, I taken the piss out of someone. Yes, the they they were right then. And other things that I heard on a um my favorite TV series, uh, Bad Girls. Well, maybe after Daria. I think Daria is my favorite shit. But uh, fucking Bad Girls is a prison program out of uh out of the UK and it's the shit it has Jim Bloody Fenner, Nikki Bloody Wade and other such folks getting into a great deal of shit at that uh at that prison facility it went on for eight seasons and I have the box set I did something very useful with 80 bucks <laughs> all right so off to this uh defense protection act um Namely, some of the main things, and it says it's uh, from 1950, but it's uh, it, looking back, it apparently comes from a 1941-1942 era, and um, but it's most notably out of 1950 and amended as a DPA-1, and it um, expands uh, presidential powers, which is something that um, us millennials and Gen Xers have watched um, happen pretty much throughout our teens and adulthoods like when you gen xers were late teens i think you were seeing this shit too yes yes i know i saw the shit ever since my late teens the expansion of presidential powers all right um and three major sections we have here uh the first authorizes the president to require businesses to accept and prioritize contracts and materials deemed necessary for national defense all right so like i guess um you can say like, well, we there's there's plastic manufacturing here. Well, we need more of that plastic to be shaped so that we can make this type of helmet. There's something for uh, for defense. I guess what they're doing is they're treating coronavirus like that is um like that is a war effort, something to get defended from. I had to check that notification. I don't know why YouTube wants me to know they have music. I know you have music, nigga. Uh, <clears throat> All right, and um, 
looking forward. All right, so the uh, require businesses to accept and prioritize uh, contracts for materials deemed necessary for national defense, regardless of a loss incurred on business. And granted, and of course, you know what? If it's a big business, they're going to bail them out anyway. Big business always gets bailed out. So yeah, like, don't worry about the damn loss incurred. Because like, and also, who are they going to go to? A small business that like, makes jeans and they're gonna be like you know what we need more of that material and we need you to make pants for the military so they can go out and and murder some menacing brown people that's very important and we need to do it and like they're not gonna go to the small bits because they're not gonna make enough fast enough you got to go to someone who can mass manufacture you need mass manufacturing maybe like the factories i'm in were like on the same production line we're literally manufacturing and packaging uh, protein bars and whatnot. Like all the way from mixing the nuts and the honey and like making a tenacious bar. You know, something you can really bite into and chew, put in your pocket, whatever the fuck you're doing. And, um, and we do that all the way from putting those ingredients together, rolling it, smashing it into a bar, getting it in the wrapper, getting the wrapper in the box... And in getting the box into a bigger box, and it literally ships to market as is from manufacturing there. And like, let's say they're like, well, our soldiers need protein bars. Then they would come to a factory like that and be like, all right, whatever the fuck you were doing, you're now doing it for the U.S. of A. So get to proteining. <clears throat> so they could come through and do that. Uh, the law, it says here, also um, allows the president to designate materials to be prohibited from hoarding or price gouging. Uh, the law does not state that that um, state what would occur if a business refuses or is unable to complete a request on time. Yeah, folks know about that. Like, um, when I first moved to Florida, the first couple weeks I lived there was that 2004 Hurricane Charlie some people may remember that name hurricane charlie kicked some ass in the face and uh when um when that was all done like folks were me talking about there better not be price gouging on certain things like a lot of people were gunning for batteries uh, uh rechargeable batteries one-time use batteries batteries were in super fucking demand and then also um surprisingly underwear was not in high demand like, cause I was worried about that. Like laundry was getting low. You know, we had no electricity still. And I'm like, I was like, fuck it, yo. I'm just going to go buy like one new pair of pants and like two packs of underwear and two packs of socks. And when I went in the target on the shelf, it was super full. And I'm like, yo, other people have their electricity out and can't do laundry either. And keep in mind, also, I was looking at men's underwear. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe folks that buy underwear from the women's section, maybe they cleared it out. But men's underwear in Florida was didn't really seem to be a big deal. I don't think folks cared about that much. Now, yeah, no, no fucking price gouging. And it says here also the act authorizes El Presidente to requisition property force industry to expand production and the supply of basic resources, settle labor disputes, control consumer and real estate credit, establish contractual priorities, and allocate raw materials toward national defense. I don't know why all of that is one sentence that looks like a couple different things, <laughs> but um, 
right here. Settle labor disputes. Kids, I swear to fuck I wish I had a bigger fucking audience to reach. Unionize now and make labor disputes. Nigga, namely a thriving wage. Start at 25 an hour entry level. The person walking into the factory and their only job is to pick up a box and put it on top of another box and repeat that process for fucking eight hours, 25 an hour. Give everyone a thriving wage or, you know, fight for it. But granted, you know, about 800 people are going to hear this program and uh, it probably is not going to happen. <laughs> but maybe I'll spark the charismatic motherfucker who might agree with that and they're charismatic and hip and cool and good looking and they'll go and make a fun TikTok video and then folks will do that. Because that would be something like it, it. But he would have to move the act in that direction, right? Like he would actually have to um, requisition property and force an industry to expand their production and settle labor disputes. Because right there, as soon as that, that shit is coming in and it's like, okay, the president wants us to uh, expand production, so we're going to need um, this many more hours of actually producing the material. Uh, some things we're letting up on some of our regulations. That's when the workers can be like, hey, you know what? We're not going to fucking do that. Nah, we're not going to do that. You know, and that's why, like I say, my own labor union is fucking feckless. Just like tobacco and whatever the fuck in the Midwest labor union is like the macro union uh, over this uh, one that we have in the factory. Because literally in the union contract, they have no strikes. Fuck that. No strikes is no power. Literally, the labor is the whole thing. That's the whole reason you're there. That's the whole reason they want you there. That's what you demand to be paid for or you won't do it. And that's what they know you have to pay for or you won't do it. It's all fucking labor. God damn it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, and that's mostly what I'm seeing because what I'm also, what that came from was when I went ahead and looked for the news of the day, I was seeing mostly that Biden's planning 10 executive orders, 10 executive orders, you know, like 10 things that he's gunning for because they're not all executive orders, right? They're just executive orders, prioritized measures, you know, shit that I want to get done, my 10 main things. And this was the one that really came up. So this must be the one that I'm guessing they're taking the most serious at the moment. Now, dancing it forward, and actually uh, going over to the archive chat space first, and there are some folks, uh, DC Love saying uh, price gouging is real, and uh, Jan Loco saying um, she served as the uh, Pennsylvania Secretary of Health since 2017, um, target of trans hate and COVID haters did not know about that in 2017 like i would bet that the best i probably did was maybe noted that if that at all but i don't uh i don't have that in memory at all so i should actually know more yeah in 2017 i think i did a fair bit of broadcasting <clears throat> and yeah dc love said i love the i prefer refer to it as a thriving wage yes right because living um I think they're both relative, right? But I think thriving has a different connotation than living, right? Because you make a, you just say living wage 
Well, now people can start popping up with their disingenuous arguments that are going to be right along the line with um, what we remember seeing on Fox News, you know, two decades ago and whatnot, where it's like, I mean, it says a lot of people are in poverty, but everywhere I go, someone has a microwave. It's like, nigga, you need food to put in the microwave. And then also, it's a world for, full of people that don't own their homes and are renting. And when they walk in to rent, the microwave is already there. It's not like all the poor people are going and buying microwaves and then using their carpenter skills to properly and safely install the microwaves above all these stoves across McMurica. No. The microwave is already the fuck there these days. And also, a microwave? Like, wait, you walk in and get them shit 15 bucks off the damn shelf now? Nice little microwave? Throw your little fucking lasagna thing in there? Your little stofers? Get the fuck out of here. So yeah, definitely, yeah, I go with thriving wage over living wage because somebody is going to be like, well, that looks like good enough living to me. So no, how about thriving? Like, I, I, um, I should always be gaining and never breaking even. I guess that's how I would define thriving. Like a thriving wage is, is so much that there is no default fall behind because this sort of thing might happen right like you should always have money where oh emergency comes in oh that's nothing i have a thriving wage right like right now frankly i'm on a living wage and um and i can live on a living wage mostly because of like my privilege as far as like not just being able-bodied but like medically i'm like fucking weird i seriously have not been sick for now it's 22 years yeah, it's 2021 now. So now for 22 years, I have not been sick. And I was only sick twice, 1992 and 1999. And I sleep next to a sickly person, Fiends Kalita. She'll have a cold, we'll sleep in, in the same bedroom right next to each other. Her coughing, sneezing, I breathe in, all that shit. It's nothing. I don't get fucking sick. And um, so it's easy for someone like me to just function on this living wage i could actually work a little overtime hours and i'll literally be thriving from the living wage but the next person fucking can't and frankly let's get a, a thriving wage up yeah man get dead up dead up all right louis gomert exists <laughs> and um because as, as soon as i saw the headline i was i just thought of his name and sure enough, the goddess of irony did not disappoint. And so the headline I saw was, um, congressional members refusing to use house metal detectors face fines. And two in particular folks that, um, are gonna go ahead and just skip the metal detector and face the fines are Louis Gomert and a new nigga I didn't even know about. Let me see this cat's name again. Chip Roy. Okay, so Louie and Chip <laughs> are the two top cats. And uh, Louie Gomer is actually uh, recently on video talking about this. You know how I like hearing Louie Gomer talk, who represents the uh, 1st Congressional District of uh, Texas, and uh, Chip Roy represents the 21st, I believe. Uh, check me on that. The 21st Congressional District 
of Tex of Texas as well, if I have that right. I know I definitely know Louie. I'm just learning about Chip. Chip is all new information to me. So let's check out Louie Gomert on um Real America's Voice. That is the name of this uh news outlet is a uh, real America's voice. Here we go. The Capitol, I know you're not a fan of them. Uh, talk to me a little bit about what you now have to go through and some other House members have to go through. There's increased uh, security there at the Capitol to get on the House floor, or is it not just the House floor? <laughs> and, and and what have uh, you've registered a complaint or you're just uh, not, not a big fan of it for sure? Well, it's because it's unconstitutional to detain anybody on their way into a session of Congress. And that was put there back uh, in the Constitution originally. And back then, you know, members of Congress have- I, no, I swear, like, I need to read the Constitution because like, Republicans just make up shit. Is it really, it's illegal to detain? And then he's also saying detain. Going through a metal detector is not detainment. Just listen to the language I'm saying going through a metal detector did you notice the going through part you're walking through it that is the opposite of detainment you fuckface ain't anybody on their way into a session of congress and that was put there back uh, in and why is it specifically on their way to a session of congress see i don't know what the fuck this nigga's talking about L let me see um and right here, they have a quote on the uh, screen, but it looks like it's from NBC. Uh, but it looks like they may have fucked with it and photoshopped. But it says the House put in uh, put in place new security measures that included the metal detectors after last week's deadly riot. In the Constitution originally, in fact, then you know, members of Congress have to travel across other people's states or through other cities, and knowing how somebody uh, might vote on something you didn't want them to vote for or against, then you might detain them. So they put that in the Constitution. You can't detain anybody. Uh, so she had metal detectors put up. Okay, straight up, I don't believe him. I think he's making that shit up and I, it's already 1 p.m. So folks know, like I finished the show, I upload it, I get to the factory, I get back, I do chores, I go to bed. I wish I had time to go reading through this constitution and find what the fuck he's deliberately misrepresenting. Uh, and here's what it comes back to. Nancy Pelosi was whisked out of harm's way when those people broke into the cab and breached security. So she was safe. She has a big entourage that protect her. She was whisked to safety. The people there on the floor didn't have but a handful of uh, uh, Capitol Police there to protect them. And uh, we do have a Second Amendment and members of Congress should be allowed, those of us that don't have an entourage like Nancy Pelosi of guards, uh, we don't have the big bulletproof suburban, all that kind of thing. Right. We're just on our own. And so what Pelosi is decreeing is yep. whether she wants to. They'll say we're just on our Nigga, nobody's trying to kill you. Like, nigga, first off, there's the misogyny aspect. It's simply like side effects of existing as a woman. Somebody just might be trying to kill you. You never know. Uh, but then, like, just the fact, like, she is a very, very public figure. 
I don't like the Los, but let's be fucking realistic. Pelosi has to have that kind of security. Or did we forget the name Gabby Giffords already? Right? Gabby Giffords the one that, um... I, I can't I think they shot her in the fucking head when she got shot. Let me, um, check that. Uh, let's check that on the, on the quick fast here. Uh, Gabby Giffords. Some of y'all, some of y'all young niggas might not know that one. Yeah, get, like, again, like, don't, don't be falling for niggas talking about, um, oh, Donald Trump got these niggas all wild out like that. No, nigga, like, right-wingers have been putting in work, shooting the shit out of shit. Uh, let's see. Bullet wounds. All right, Gabby Giffords bullet wounds. Uh, a key series of events that helped Gifford survive a gunshot. Yeah, she got shot in the head. Yeah. Like, and that, and I think the only reason why she didn't get more bullets in her was the shooter actually had to stop and reload their clip. And, um, and when they had to stop and reload the clip, that's when folks tackled the shooter. And that was a, what I think is a pretty strong, very logical argument against like these extended clips and these banana clips and shit like those things. Like, no, cause like these fucking public shooters, it will give them more fucking bullets per clip, which you, you kind of don't want. Seems like a, a strong argument to me. And now I, I figured, you know what? I'm seeing Chip Roy, this name for the first time that I can remember. And next to Louis Gohmert's name. And I'm like, you know what? I need to know what's up with this Chip Roy cat as well. And right before I do that, I want to take a look at the archive chat space. And there is a... Oh, I keep saying... I started saying your name wrong again. Stefan Rivers. Yeah, I keep saying your name wrong. So that name sounds like a hard-headed, privileged, don't-you-know-who-I-am-ass niggas. <laughs> Which is a full description. I think it should be a whole genre of action film. Don't you know who I am, ass niggas. I would totally watch that. Like the don't you know who I am, ass niggas. That could be like the new Fast and Furious series. Make it tacky as fuck. Yes, I want Tyrese's bad acting in there. I love his bad acting. Uh, DC Love in the archive chat space saying, it seems like people use the Constitution uh, like some do the Bible. Uh, read it, translate it loosely into what you need it to be, and voila. And I think he's making this up too. <laughs> if it's illegal to detain, uh, uh, to detain, they have some explaining to do about these cages people are being kept in. Well, and also, like, what about the um the Congress nigga out of Florida who was in favor of uh, drug testing welfare recipients that got caught with cocaine? That's a crime. Aren't they supposed to detain you if you're committing a crime, you goddamn cocaine criminal? Cocaine Republicans? All right. That's the real Coke sponsor. That's the real Coke brother. All right, enough political dad jokes. All right, Chip Roy. I don't know much about this guy, but I think he really likes capitalism. That's what I'm drawing from Chip Roy so far. Let's get into it. Madam Speaker, today the People's House was attacked, which is an attack on the Republic itself. There is no excuse for it. A woman died, and people need to go to jail. And the President should never 
have spun up certain Americans to believe something that simply cannot be. I applaud. Okay, this might not be the same clip. Let's see where he's going. He, he's applauding, though, and he's talking to the Los right now. I applaud House leadership of both parties for bringing us back to do our job, which is to count the electors and no more. The problem we face, though, is even bigger. We are deeply divided. We are divided about even life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, the words which used to bind us together. Now, at times, tear us apart because we disagree about what they even mean. My constituents at home in Texas are genuinely upset, I say to my colleagues on the other side of the aisle, at a constant barrage of those who wish to remake America into a socialist welfare state. Efforts to attack our institutions, tear down statues. All right, here we go. My, my, my colleagues are trying to turn America into a socialist welfare state. All right, let's see where he's going with this. Issues. Erase our history, defund our police. We've seen the debates. And here we go. Now, I swear to fuck, Republicans, every single Republican is a fucking radio host now. Not one goddamn Democrat wants to defund the police. Not a fucking one. This shit is fully made up. ...of our language. We teach our children that America is evil. We destroy our sovereignty and power cartels. We attack our Second Amendment. Whom is we? Whom is we teaching our children that McMurica is evil? Walk around. Find some adults that have their children with them. Ask those adults, excuse me, are you teaching your children that America is evil? Is that a thing that's happening? I would, but I ain't begot no children. But if I did, I would teach them that America is evil. But I'm like one ass person. We destroyed small businesses through lockdowns. We divide ourselves by race. We destroyed small businesses through lockdowns? You mean like Walmart locking down the town? And we can't even agree that there is man and woman, and we extinguish the unborn before they even have a chance to see daylight. All right, gotta, gotta throw the transphobia out there. That is uh, immediate, very important. Can't even distinguish man or woman. Well, nigga, is you a man? Yeah, okay, we have distinguished that you is be man. Me, I is be man, yep. We have distinguished that I is be a man. My homegirl Maddie Stump, woman. We've established, done, moving forward. But at the heart of our path forward lies the essence of our republic. It's cornerstone. Here comes, here comes <laughs> light-skinned Negro women. Hi. Yeah, are those those out the shower braids? Yes. Those are those out the shower braids. <laughs> that we are a union of states bound together for common defense. Ma'am, I just found out someone exists named Chip Roy, who is, um, along with Louis Gohmert, uh, refusing <laughs> to go through the metal detectors. And Louis Gohmert's argument is that because it is detainment to go through metal detectors. How do you be a lawyer and be so wrong? Oh, by lying by lying about stuff and i was playing some <laughs> audio from chip roy because that is a new cat i don't know if i'm gonna follow him and they're new to me mm. excuse you excuse me my goodness she is a sneezer <coughs> all right phoenix Kalita is there she's hanging out um <clears throat> well fuck i hmm. yeah guess can't do the swap cast yet 
109. It is 1 in the 09. Let me take a look at the archive chat space and get moving forward. But yeah, so that's uh that that's fun to see is um this Chip Roy individual and um, I want to see if he's regular rank-and-file Republican rhetorically or if he is also um, Gomertarian. He may be <coughs> Gomertarian. Yeah. And taking a look, um, there is Jan Loco. Um, oh, I think it's, um, it's so-called, right? We, we are so-called. Uh, I think you responded to a, a screenshot that I had from one of my posts that got... Um, I think right now it's at like 9,000 shares. Uh, Jan Loco said, I think it says um, <coughs> they can't be arrested and jailed during sessions of congressional <coughs> activity. Jesus. See, and Gomert said on their way to, uh-huh. on your way to is not part of the activity. You see, because under the capitalism that I have to live in, you see how I already have on my work clothes? The time that I spent putting my work clothes on, um, the time that I'm resting only specifically for work, not resting for anything else, and the time driving to work does not count as work hours. The right. work hours don't count until the swipe <laughs> card goes through the machine that says I'm clocked in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, you know. But you have the same hours in a day as everybody else, so stop complaining, I guess. I mean, Uber Eats almost makes that possible, but I can't afford enough Uber Eats to where I have the same hours in the day as the person with a, a staff in their house. Nope, nope, we all have 24 hours a day. We all have 24 hours. Now, in this household alone, out of 24 hours in one week, I could easily easily use 18 of those hours every single day <laughs> Venus Kalita how many of those hours could you easily use like working or yep. oh god like 10 to 12 a day maybe about 10 to 12 right while I could fucking <laughs> I could bounce around for so I mean obviously you're gonna need bathroom breaks mm -hmm. right gonna need a lunch break yeah gotta eat something yeah but like just in this household alone because of ableism we have a massive discrepancy is the word I think I'm looking for mm -hmm. with how much time we have in each in each day I have way more time in my day than hers that's why I was already down here doing show prep and recording and she's just here because she deals with the real. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, because, you know, I had to work, but then also check up on school stuff with the child. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yes. A lot of thugonomics, I believe. <sighs> Something's going on. And the, um, let me go ahead and see if I can get you in the shot there. There mm -hmm. you go, matey. I like how when you said that, I just spilled my drink on myself. So, yeah. yay, everybody who that's the first time you're seeing me today is me spilling a drink on myself that's awesome <clears throat> hey that's one of the first pictures you sent me um when i still lived in florida was one where you had like like right before you took the picture you had spilled some wine on oh. your shirt you're like don't worry about that don't worry about that player <laughs> don't worry about that part mm -hmm. and um dc love in the archive chat space said um it's clear there's a divide between Republicans and Democrats uh, that runs so deep it's hard for them to effectively communicate amongst each other. Misinformation on both sides and a lot of it. 
Here, I'll take that and I'll move it a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna move your comment around a little bit. I think there's um a disconnect from Republicans working with Democrats. There's not a disconnect from Democrats working with Republicans. I don't like, think there's that much of a disconnect, honestly. Cause like they get together on the bipartisan shit. Yeah. But like I don't because I think a lot of it, I mean, I think like Louis Gohmert is exceptional um, in that aspect. Like he's just ridiculous. But I think a lot of um, Republicans are pretty moderate and a lot of Democrats are pretty moderate. And I think that a lot of this shit is just for show to be like, oh, look what the other side is doing. Aren't hmm. they bad? Because they have no fucking problem sitting together, signing a bill together. I think it's like, like what bill though, right? Like, um, like the Republicans are not going to reach over and be like, okay, you know what? We're going to get with you and we're going to do this thing for those transgender homeless youth. I don't but think that, the Democrats would do that either. No, nah, but let, let's, <laughs> let's pretend we live in a oh, world where they yes. live up to their identity politics. Yes. And, um, but look at uh, d- uh, Democrats. They'll reach across and they'll, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll push your bill. Yeah. Right? We like, have to expand um, spying on citizens for safety. That's, yeah. that's a very big bipartisan one. I never forget the um the 12 Democrats in the Carolinas that voted for the bathroom bill against uh, transgender folks. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, Democrats will always work with them. And then, like, folks like us that are considered the left, or uh, Ocasio-Cortez, considered the left, mm-hmm. has to go to the right to work with Mama Bear. Mm-hmm. It's hard not to call Pelosi that now. <laughs> but it's more fun to say Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not Southside Irish. <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me, Miss Ma'am. All right, let me see if I had anything missing and in action. Oh, okay. Skibby flibby dibby doo. Oh, uh, well, fucking. All right, good news for me. Always happy stuff when you're fucking with the William. Uh, sea level rise from climate change uh, could exceed the high-end projections scientists warn. Now, wine cellar audience, please let me know if I'm doing sea level rise and climate change too much because it kind of ends up being the same thing. Mm -hmm. Hey, folks, getting worse. And not only that, but worse than expected every time. Uh, taking a look at this from CBS News. Um, what up? Oh, no, it's just funny because I was tweeting about this yesterday because everyone is all excited because um, Biden said we're going back into the Paris climate deal. And I'm like, here's what actual scientists said about the Paris climate ah. deal. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm glad we're doing something, kind of doing something, but. I'm tired of hearing myself <laughs> say it. <laughs> Fucking like. You're like, oh yeah, they're like, yeah, but when they did the the climate thing with Paris, Obama was like, yeah, but why don't y'all niggas go fracking in them Everglades, son? Yo, yeah. Hey, why don't you go go up there and where, where the ice is? Do some fucking fracking out there. Start <laughs> drilling. What do you say? Drilling in the Arctic. Drilling that was in the, the Arctic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Barry brought us drilling in the Arctic. Uh huh. I really think like over Obama's whole thing, I had like one instance of legitimately really good Obama news. Really? Out of the whole... Yeah, I really did have one. And, and the the good Obama news that I had was uh, related to rape culture in the military. Mm-hmm. And it was that um, cats that were not in the military anymore mm-hmm. 
um, they could still be charged with their uh, with their rape by the victim. Oh, that's yeah, good. Like that's out good. out out in civilian court and outside of uh, the military niggas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was I did have a good Obama story. Okay. So you know, and and that was like directly from his office. So that that there you go. We got a, a hot one in for Barry. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, and Alex Jones and QAnon, Phoenix Collider. Yes. Have you seen this shit yet? What did he do now? Um, I saw people who normally don't listen to Alex Jones saying today that I never know that's what his I never knew that's what his voice sounded like. So I'm assuming he said something completely outrageous that people who never listen to him are now like actually listening to a clip of him. So what did he is he defending them? He's defending them, isn't he? It's it's neat. I, I just love the thing that Alex Jones is beard gang now. Sexy, mm-hmm. sexy, sexy Jones. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Alex Jones drops it like it is caliente. All right, so um, <clears throat> the first thing I'll say is Alex Jones is actually not a conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. That is his big bullshit facade. His conspiracy theory thing, that's like, um, I- I'm going to fuck around and use language I don't normally use, so Phoenix is going to let me know if I'm using it wrong. Okay. It's like his conspiracy theory performance art it's like a red herring he's holding up with his left hand to make people look at that. While with his right hand, he has a handful of neo-Confederate white supremacist talking points that he's just throwing at the crowd. He's just like, hey, look at me talking about green people and green aliens and people that slither and lizard skin and, hey, what do you think, uh... The police should kill these niggers, right? Kill them niggers. You know, like, Alex, like Alex Jones is a neo-Confederate white supremacist of a John Birch Society ideology. Mm-hmm. That's the real shit that he's pumping out there. Now, so I've actually heard like listeners to his show call in crying and being happy that he praises Jesus all the time mm-hmm. on his show, which is a very regular thing. Alex Jones <clears throat> praises Jesus more than Tupac did. You yeah, know, Tupac loved Tupac Jesus. Loved Jesus man. Yeah, but that but that's a thing. That's a part of that. And um, and to my understanding, what this is something that I've read from a um a, a feminist academic some years ago was that it was very directly related to um to controlling uh white women's uh, reproductive rights <clears throat> with white men in the in the South at that yeah. time. It's what that a lot of that Jesus shit has to do with. Yeah. All right. So that's what Alex Jones really is. Mm-hmm. And you and now this is Alex Jones a few days ago on QAnon, and he actually has a QAnon caller on the line. Oh God! And it's always oh, there's energy, and oh, now we're done with Trump. You said he was the Messiah. You said he was invincible. You said it was all over. They were all going to get Mo. Now oh, he's part of a larger thing of Q. I will not suffer your Q people after this. All right, Alex Jones will not suffer you Q people. Which is actually funny, because as you were, you know, saying that he's um, really just a grifter, he doesn't believe the shit that he says. Yeah. It's funny because he was pushing QAnon without saying QAnon. Because we played a bunch of his clips where he was talking about that shit like, and then you wake up and you're tied up in some liberal's basement and they're like raping you to death and cutting your head open to eat your brain and shit like that. And that's literally what the fuck QAnon people are saying with this fucking like, they kidnap like democrats are kidnapping kids to torture them because it does something to their hormones and they bleed them and like drink the blood or eat their fucking adrenal glands or some shit like that's like uh, 
there's not a lot of difference between like the weirdness and violentness and like rape culture of like these things happening. And like Alex Jones has been saying that forever. And Alex Jones also started out not liking Trump, right? Yep. To now like, well, you're saying he's, well, forget you. You don't like my guy anymore. But the only reason Trump, he likes Trump is because his listeners did. He doesn't even like Trump. Yeah, it's like people don't realize like <laughs> and they get so caught up in like similar to what Tariq Nasheed did where you sort of grift your own audience on what you think they want to hear because mm-hmm. you just don't give a shit. You just want to get paid. And um, a- Alex Jones has gone super far with that. He was pushing Pizzagate with Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Like, hold Joe Rogan the most accountable for that Pizzagate shit and some cat actually showing up there with a fucking gun. Right? But, um, yeah, it's like you don't really know how far your own audience is going with shit. Where it's like how I had noticed with the guy that goes by Gus T. Renegade um, mm-hmm. that hosts a show called The Context of White Supremacy. And they do a whole lot of interviews with, uh, well, they did. She's dead now. But a whole lot of interviews with Francis Cress Welsing. And Francis Cress Welsing is a sex-obsessed Freudian weirdo. And by Freudian, I really mean, like, Welsing was trained in Freudian psychology, right? And mm-hmm. um, But not only that, she has said herself, on camera, with a microphone, on purpose, she said that when she first started ta- thinking about racism, she was also being trained in Freudian psychology at the same time. Mm-hmm. So when you hear her weirdo, wacky, sex-obsessed shit, yeah. um, as far, especially Which, with masculinity, yeah. It's also worth noting she's a little bit older, too, because, like, nobody takes Freud seriously anymore. Like, if she yeah. was, like, studying now, she would not have the same, like, pro-Freud curriculum, most likely, that she had then. You know, like, when she was, um... <clears throat> of that age so that's just also worth noting <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm typing her age in now i want to see okay yeah she made it up to 80 years yeah, yeah she was so 80 years old when she died and she died like a couple years ago 2016 right so this would have been like what 65 years ago maybe 60 yeah. years ago yeah so the curriculums have also changed so that's like also it's just weird when like the perfect storm of like everything just kind of comes together <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wacky Welsing, man. And um, and the thing is, so like, so you realize you're, you're trafficking in people that believe the weirdo shit that Welsing says. Like, for an example, Francis Cress Welsing thinks that um, power is transferred through contact. Mm-hmm. So if a little boy is not being uh, walking with his father, being held by a strong father's hand then that's how you get a limp-wristed gay man because your wrist is literally limp because you don't know how to have the strength to hold it up. This is the kind of shit, again, she has actually said out loud on purpose with a microphone and camera and an audience. You can look at the archive. She says this shit out her face. And when you start fucking with an audience that believes the kind of shit that she says... And um and this is what Gusty Renegade was playing around with is um and he recently went on a rant about this a few months ago like don't be surprised when you get the person calling into your show and you have open topics and they want to talk about chemtrails mm-hmm. repeatedly 
repeatedly mm-hmm. every Sunday for the past five years now. He has had a caller calling into his show that wants to talk about chemtrails. And then also, when the pandemic hit, Gusty Renegade was actually surprised that his audience, of which already believes Wacky Welsing's bullshit, mm-hmm. and now you've let in the chemtrails guy, that you have a whole bunch of fucking COVID conspiracy theorists in your audience. Right. Especially considering that you've had Tariq Nasheed as a guest on your show mm-hmm. and let him run on his mouth unchecked. Mm-hmm. And Umar Johnson as a guest on your show and let him run their mouth unchecked and you're surprised that you have COVID conspiracy theorists in your audience and Gus went on a long rant about this and literally told them don't call in anymore Mm -hmm. and it's like but you attracted them with the Welsing shit first and now this is Alex Jones you attracted these people Mm -hmm. with all the shit you've been saying over the years let's get Mm -hmm. back to this Alex Jones clip get mo now oh he's part of a larger thing of q i will not suffer your q people after this i knew what you were day one and i know what you are now and i'm sick of it i'm sick of all these witches and warlocks and pumpkin popsums and everything <laughs> oh god sorry pumpkin popsums that's also like that's a moment like because i'm not like his target audience mm-hmm. I'm reminded that's where his performance art is. Yeah. Because, like, he said something kind of funny because he was riffing. And you could tell he looked over at a producer because he realized he kind of messed up the segment. Mm -hmm. And that's why he said sorry. Mm -hmm. And he does that a lot. Like, he'll be ranting and he'll go in a weird way and he'll be like, sorry about that. He's Mm -hmm. not talking to you, the audience. He's talking to his producers that have to edit and upload these clips. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a show. Bye-bye, Q. I can't talk to you anymore. Jesus, Lord, help me. Oh. Yeah, yeah that, that was so Gus a few a few months oh, ago. Oh, yeah, that's just wild to me that he's acting like... I mean, I'm just going to say crazy because I don't even have, like, delusional, completely detached from reality. He's acting like Q was like that. It's like, we literally played a segment where you said that... um white women in the western world want to be sex slaves they want to go find muslim men and be tied up and raped and be sex slaves you literally did a segment where you said that um democrats are like into bdsm and they'll like cannibalize you and eat your organs you fucking like you did like you did a segment saying pizzagate was real and that there were child sex slaves being held um in the basement of that pizzeria that doesn't even have a basement and now you're acting like q people are just i don't know why they're like this I don't know, Alex. Why are they like this? Yeah, Alex. <laughs> Alex, what did you have to say a few years but ago? Every time I study the groups that fund and run the atheist, they're not atheists. They're occultist. And I guess if they can't get people to be occultist, they will just get them to become atheist. And then atheists almost always become supporters of eugenics and abortion. And humans are just blobs. And humans don't have any great destiny. And humans... But you're surprised you got the Q people? Hold up, Jones. Wait, 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 what's this? Oop-a-doo. Women are the property of their husbands in Saudi Arabia, and they treat them like dogs. Worst. I think this is a clip you were referencing. Yeah, oh, he's the, <laughs> one of them. He said it a lot of times. <laughs> than dogs. And so, again, the weirdo, crazy feminists run around worshiping them and, and then like 
actually, a lot of liberal women I know actually go out and marry some Islamist that will boss them around and slap them upside the head. I guess because they're so pissed that, you know, uh, Western men won't treat them bad. All right. I mean, as the as the movie Promising Young Woman just came out, keep in mind, <laughs> this, this is like a five-year-old Alex Jones clip. Yeah. Maybe four years. <clears throat> and yeah, you know, because... um. And he's saying Western. We know what that means. Right. Which, I mean, yeah, that that's the word I've heard from white women, that they're being treated great by white men oh, in mass. Yeah. It's yeah. going well. Which, I mean, is also like, um, and I, I think that they're, maybe not right now, but there is like a larger discussion around um, sort of like Venn diagrams, I guess, of how these different... Um, like conspiracy theorists and like how these different weirdos like kind of get together because there's a lot of parts where you know I mean as we all know like the Venn diagram right the part where the circles are touching and there's that overlap this type of shit because basically what I would hear if I was an incel is see bitches don't like nice guys that's why I'm not getting laid yep right and then there's that tie it right like so it's like well I don't know why all these weirdos are finding me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like because the dog whistles, <laughs> like every breed is hearing you right now. <laughs> there you go. The dog. Every breed is hearing you. And yeah, I was actually just listening to an old Francis Cress Welsing, where she says why she thinks that Elliot Roger did those murders. Oh right, because he was bullied and it like wasn't his fault or something. Oh, there's more, oh, and it's no. not even from the same interview. Oh, Apparently, no. she's talked about it a couple times, no. and she's saying it's really just because of white supremacy. That's it. White supremacy puts us in some tough places. Oh man. Okay. So Phoenix is referencing something there. What Phoenix is referencing is um. On that guy I recently mentioned, Gus T. Renegade, and the name of his show was The Context of White Supremacy. And this was, I want to go with late 2016. It may have been early 2017, because I remember I was still wearing headphones at work the whole shift at this time. Because I was new in the factory, and like no one ever talked to me. Like when you're new and you're entry level, no one talks to you. You just, you put the boxes on top of the boxes. And as long as you manage to do that, no one gives a shit. Mm-hmm. So I would literally wear headphones and listen to podcasts for eight hours straight. I was so fucking informed at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> and listening to the cows, they have a call-in show every Saturday. And then the archive is available Sunday. So I'll be listening to the archive and the um, and one of the callers was talking about how his family was broken up. And, you know, this is why we have the trigger warnings, folks. All right. Um, CSA, child sexual assault. If someone wants to fast forward a bit from the archive or tune out for a second. Um, But the guy was saying that his family's broken up because his mother will not interact with her father anymore. So his grandfather because he raped her when she was a, a child, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and he tells that whole story, and then he's like, "All right," and I'll mute my line, you know, so that the next caller can talk or the, or, or the get or the host can talk. Mm-hmm. And Gus's whole response to that was, "Yep, white supremacy does put us in some pretty tough situations." It's like, nigga, that was a man that raped a girl. White supremacy didn't make him do that shit. Mm-hmm. 
And a family member at that. Yeah, your own daughter, direct biological daughter. No, white supremacy, the white man didn't make you do that one. Get the fuck out of here with that. <clears throat> oh shit, did I have more? I, I had some shitload. Yeah, I, I kind of had an action-packed episode. Oh, you did. On some level. All right, all right. I mean, uh, for the most part, we got to, it looks like, all of it, except for this one more thingamabooble, uh, which is uh, coming off of NPR Blue Lake Public Radio. <clears throat> <laughs> and they're saying um, uh, Biden administration prepares to overturn a Trump abortion rule. Um, in prepared remarks released by the White House on Thursday, Dr. Anthony Fauci tells the World um, Health Organization Executive Board that Biden will soon review the Mexico City policy as part of his border commitment to protect women's health and advance gender equality at home and around the world. The policy, first instituted by the Reagan administration, has ping-ponged on and off between Republican and Democratic presidents ever since. Uh, Trump reinstated the ex expanded, reinstated and expanded the policy, which critics described as a gag rule within days of taking office. Are you familiar with this already? No. The um the Mexico City policy. I'm also not familiar with it. Like, are they talking about folks that go to Mexico to get an abortion? I think so. Maybe. <clears throat> That's what it sounds like. Uh, taking a look at, um, he did that within five days of being in office. An analysis published in 2019 in the medical journal, uh, The Lancet, found that the Mexico City policy increased the abortion rate in at least uh, some affected countries, likely because it also reduced access to contraception. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, let me see if I can just get a quick definition of Mexico City policy. Real fast here, buddy chief. Mm -hmm. Mexico City policy. Uh, sometimes referred to by critics as the global gag rule. Uh, oh. Oh, now you know. So different language. The gag rule. Yeah, I know that one. What is it? So the gag rule is basically <clears throat> the United States gives funding to a bunch of countries and because Trump was in and trying to pander to evangelicals, they did. They tightened the restrictions. So talking openly about like sexual education, access to contraceptives, or abortion, if you talk about that or your government funds that, you lose your United States um, foreign aid funding. I would like for y'all niggas to talk about it, and then um, can we get that some of that funding? Hey, local aid. No, they're not going to give it to us either. Fix a pothole. No. A pothole. There no. is a gnarly pothole on the way to the factory. There is. <clears throat> <laughs> like it, like it's one of them joints where you just try to, you don't even try to go around it. You try to position your car that it goes directly under the car in between the wheels. Yep. All right, and it wasn't just that one, my biggity bad, uh, figgity folks, but I wanted to look at this um accessibility uh statement from the White House. Mm -hmm. Uh, this has to do with uh ableism. Um, I don't have the article associated with it, so I literally just have the whitehouse.gov statement in front of me here. Um, this commitment to accessibility for all begins with this site and our efforts to ensure all functionality and all content is accessible to all Americans. Our ongoing accessibility effort works towards uh, confirming to the web content accessibility guidelines. And it, this is a version 2.1 level AA criteria. So many classifications for everything. Just stop being fucked up. 
just just it are is what you're about to do fucked up don't do it mm-hmm. okay europeans please niggas god damn uh, just shit don't be fucked up uh <clears throat> Uh, these guidelines not only help uh, make web content accessible to users with sensory, cognitive, and mobility disabilities, but ultimately to all users regardless of ability. Our ongoing accessibility efforts work toward making WhiteHouse.gov as accessible as possible. Uh, the White House welcomes comments on how to improve the site's accessibility for users with disabilities. All right, and you can call them on a switchboard at 202 456 1414. All right. 202 2 Four five six six two one three, and let me go take a glancey poo at the archive chat space mm-hmm. on the way out of here, buddy. <laughs> ah, bless you, Phoenix from DC. Love you have received blessings. Thank you, uh, Laura T. Got to sell those supplements. The nutraceuticals is uh, a brain force. Yes, and again, Joe Rogan also sells the same bullshit. Like, he's always like, yeah, this is like, and then like in the commercial, like, they're like, I take one of these, you know, right before mm-hmm. I do the podcast. I'm like, I'm extra focused. Like, uh, so whack. I said he's Gwyneth Paltrow for Trumpistas. He is actually, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. I know that name. She is a relatively mediocre white actress. I know okay. someone's going to be mad because I said she's mediocre, but I don't think she's that good. But she's mostly known now for just like selling weird goofy like white new age spiritual shit she's like oh i'm gonna sell like something to do a yoni cleanse oh she's the one who smells uh, candles that smell like her vagina oh there you go yeah (laughs) just like shit like that that's fair yeah just just selling bullshit but yeah i like that with the alex jones thing though is that uh we covered a story where a bunch of his supplements have like lead or something in them remember that what the fuck? Okay, what? My bad. I looked at a headline oh, as you were speaking, and things went wrong. <laughs> things went wrong. Let's go to Feltron. It's easy for it to go wrong. <laughs> Uh, my bad. I missed your statement. Oh, I said, uh, but what's funny about the Alex Jones supplements is that we covered a story where they're actually, like, toxic because they have, like, high levels of lead and shit in them or something, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Uh... Like, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but to, please, take the nutraceuticals. <laughs> Oh, so no. th- so I'm I'm just saying this is just the headline. Uh-huh. I don't know if we need to go beyond it. You tell me. Uh Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle reportedly exploded starting an inferno in a woman's living room. All right. I mean, arguably I'm victim blaming, but I feel like maybe you deserve that for buying candles from Gwyneth Paltrow. Sorry. Also, what is she putting in her candles that they blow up? I don't know. Wax just melts. What is in there other than wax? Who knows? Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking a look at the archive chat space. 
Uh, can't get aid if you uh, if you provide abortions. Oh, Jan Loco was trying to tell us while oh, I was yeah, saying about it. about the gag order, yes. It says, uh, cuts off contraception, HIV meds, and other health care to uh, punish other countries who don't outlaw abortion. Holy mm-hmm. shit. And exploding candles. Uh, Jan Loco already knew. And this, because this article is from January nineteenth. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this has been selling candles for a while. I guess the exploding thing is new. Okay, so combustible vaginas for everyone. That sounds like it's probably a bad idea. Dot com. It would get a lot of clicks. All right, all right. So from Wine Solar Media, going into two thousand twenty-two, we are bringing combustible vaginas. To the market. Oh God. Nah, we're not. We're not, are we? No. We can barely get t-shirts out. We need to find somewhere that'll let us do the t-shirts, which is irritating. Cause how come fucking Nazis get to be making t-shirts all the time? Uh, because racism is everywhere. Like again, if you think about it, like every single racist has to have a job. They're under capitalism too. Yeah. So wherever they work, their racism goes with them. And they're probably going to sympathize with Nazis because they're like, I'm racist too. Don't literally wear it on my sleeve, but I'll print it on your sleeve. Yeah. Yeah, like they're everywhere. Oh, speaking of racism, did you see Texas is trying to kill a bunch of black people? Oh, that's fair. Oh, I know that there was a uh, recent cancer like outbreak out there. Oh, but I hadn't seen updates. Uh, no, it was actually it was not about cancer. It's about um, COVID vaccines. Oh, fuck. So, yeah, so local government, like county governments, were trying to prioritize, like, black and Latino poor neighborhoods to get vaccines first because those are the people dying from COVID. Yeah. And the state was like, we will cut your funding if you do not give it to white, rich white people first. <laughs> oh, no shit. Yeah. Okay, because every time I tune into Tariq Nasheed, he's saying that they're forcing it on us first, family. No, no, they're not. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, don't listen to Hotep's kids. They don't lie. Listen, don't listen to Hotep's, please. Yeah, which is like, it's so easy to lie to people if they just, if you just know they're not going to fact check. You can say anything. Yeah. It's wild. Also, I like the fact that hashtag Biden erased women is trending on Twitter. <laughs> I don't even, I, I can't do it because it's 144. So why oh, is we gotta go? Oh, it's not even really a whole story. It's just that he um, signed something about LGBTQ, um, like safety regulations, like basically something positive for the LGBTQ community. And like transphobes are losing their shit, saying you're erasing cis women by protecting trans women. I could have swore they were like they were just yassing the queen like five minutes ago. Well. Like several queens were being yassed, right? Like Hillary, they were yassing, Kamala mm-hmm. Devi. Mm-hmm. And Kamala Devi's not just black anymore. Have you noticed that in the headlines? Yeah. Yeah, like now Kamala she, Devi is finally multiracial. She's been multiracial ever since she won the nomination for VP. I haven't seen that. Oh, I've seen it, yeah. Or maybe I maybe I just forgot because I went to the seven day work weeks. Oh Ugh. yeah, they did a whole series of articles um going back to where her mother's family's from in India and they like how they're like celebrating her and shit. Yeah. Yeah, she's been multiracial since she got the nomination. Yeah, fucking what? So Michelle Obama, Kamala Devi, uh-huh. uh, the Hill Dog. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, folks are Dr. really. Jill Biden. Ah, uh, yeah. Like all these rich people in their expensive clothes. It's so 
Oh, amazing. It's almost like healthcare. It is almost like healthcare. All right. Except for fucking Bernie and that coat he wears everywhere. Fuck it. And that and that white feminist I still follow just because it's funny to me, Huxley Morgan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because she's one of those, like, she's like the white feminists were like, I'm actually surprised she's not a turf and swerve. Or she might be ideologically and just doesn't say it out loud. If we're, t- if we're thinking of the same person, I don't think Huxley she... Huxley Morgan. I don't think she is because that's uh, one of the abortion clinic escorts, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she is just because probably sees a lot of non-gender conforming people at that job and just... Okay. I would think. I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> the worst about everybody. <laughs> yeah, well, th- this person in particular, because anybody who fucking... You know what? People that were Hillary supporters are bad people. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what she was. Oh, I, I don't know if she's a good person. I just don't think she's a transphobe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I haven't seen anything transphobic from that person anyway. But you know, no. But yeah, I, I know that they're. I wouldn't. I don't know that they're a good person. I don't know <laughs> them like that. <laughs> they were complaining that there was uh, Bernie memes all over their feed today. Oh my God! The Cats Against Capitalism group on Facebook said they're going to start deleting Bernie memes. Oh, too much. Yeah. I was like, shut the fuck up. What happened to let people enjoy things? Well, and also, like, <laughs> let it pass. And then also, like, it's a Facebook group. One of the Facebook groups where it's like, y'all don't really vet people coming in here anyway. You don't really care. Like, y'all just like having big numbers. Yeah. And oh. uh, let me see. Uh, let me hit Let me hit the soundboard real super quick fast for uh, Steve, Stefan Rivers. Yes, queen. Go off, girl, boss. Pussy hat slay. Yep. Sir Farmer said, I need a wine cellar t-shirt. Jan Local suggested Cafe Press. I don't know them, but I'll look them up. All right. Let's do that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and stop this. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. What yeah, I- oh, last thing I'm going to say is, yes, I saw the news about um, Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. And no, I do not have commentary yet. Uh, remember, he shot her in the feet. I didn't follow that story. Um, the charges got dropped, so now everybody who already didn't like her is like, see, she was lying on him. And that's, I don't think you understand how the criminal justice system works. So, especially since she clearly fucking got shot. <laughs> and then also, like, yeah, to my understanding, like, a whack rapper shot a whack rapper. Yes. Yeah. All right. That happens sometimes. It does. I prefer to hear a, a dope rapper dissing another dope rapper and they have a battle. Snoop and Eminem, please. That would be funky. Please. I mean, and, and Snoop is already fucking around with it. Yes. Yeah, that that would that would amuse me. Please respond, Marshall. Oh, and come to find out, some years ago, actually shortly after I met this person, a uh, rapper Special One died. Oh. And I actually met Special One. She was one half of the Conscious Daughters rap group out of uh, out of the Bay. Yeah, I think uh, I think like 2012. Oh wow. Yeah, I met her in um in like what like 2008. Okay. Yeah, they, they passed through Florida. It was like I gotta buy you lunch. I'm like all right, I like food, so <laughs> I ate some free food. All right, folks, WineCellarMedia.com. Um, this is one of those episodes like these straight news and comments. You know, we jump in, get the news and comment out. That's still going on the free feed, yeah. you know, but like stuff where we really buckle down and really hit our topics hard. And I segment and I edit and I produce and I bust my ass working on it. They're going at the $10 a month level on the Phoenix and Williams show. 
all right and um and i was in contact with maddie stump and uh if we get another episode done the maddie stump episode will go with the five dollar a month level but then also what i'm talking about is just 2021 i'm already thinking about 2022 where not guaranteeing it but even programs like this they might just go with the one dollar a month level yeah. I think $1 is super reasonable. $1 is pretty reasonable. For a whole ass month? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's super reasonable for these. So I think, um, yeah, the wine cellar just may fully privatize by 2022. Okay. Yeah. That may have, yeah, I mean, because I do have to make money. Yeah. Or I don't get to eat the food. Right. And I also would like to get out of the factory and live off of the podcast. And by doing that, hell, I got to put the bait out and reel the folks that want to hear the the funk in mm-hmm. all right and that'll be that so there is patreon.com slash wine cellar media fund we have two tiers right now and uh paypal.me slash phoenix and william if niggas want to throw something in the tip jar i'll take it yes. and uh the venmo is at wine cellar media we do have that venmo phoenix Cleeter set up one of those cash app things mm-hmm. and on that is a uh, dollar sign phoenix Kalita. yes all right and please be as safe as possible wherever you be walking, yo. Yeah, that made sense. Wherever you be walking, yo. Wherever you be walking, yo. Okay, stop live stream. Okay, stop podcast audio.